Hi, everyone, and welcome to the American Constitutionalist. I'm Jeff Tokar, your host, and with me is Cliff DeCamp. The American Constitutionalist's main purpose is to defend and champion a return to the original intent and meaning of the United States Constitution. In addition, we at the American Constitutionalist are not afraid to mix politics and religion because we believe in America. They're inseparable. America was built as a Judeo-Christian nation, and history proves it. Yet, even though we were built on the Christian principles of the Bible as a Judeo-Christian nation, our founding fathers and framers of our Constitution still left you with the freedom of choice in religion. And Cliff, all around the world this week, religion is important because it's Holy Week. Um, a lot of people began last Sunday celebrating what was called the triumphal entry when Christ entered Jerusalem. And then, of course, this past week, uh, Israel began celebrating Passover, and that's uh, in remembrance of the night that uh, the Passover angel came to Egypt, and uh, the firstborn males of those who were in homes where there was not blood on the door lost their lives. And then Israel was freed and eventually came to uh, the promised land. We're not going to go through all the history, but that's being celebrated. And then, of course, we celebrate Easter this week. But before I talk a little bit more about that, I want to talk about the most current news. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because everybody's going to be bombarded with it. And that is the uh, indictment of President Donald Trump. And so I wanted to really focus on you speaking on it because you're an attorney. Uh, you're well versed in what's going on in the courts. And so instead of me giving some kind of diatribe, I just wanted to turn it to you to give us a brief summation of everything before we move on with the podcast. Well, the first comment I want to make about the Trump issue is they got him this time. Like not the last 50 times they've tried to get him. They got him this yeah. time. Yeah, right. They, they got him nailed to the wall right now. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the walls are closing in. They got yeah. him this time. Yeah, that's what they'll um, tell so you. Yeah. So what we have is a uh, is a clear in, uh, situation where the uh, prosecutor has is playing politics over uh, legitimate law enforcement, um, and it's uh, ultimately going to blow up in his face. Uh, the only thing I so I'm not really worried about what's going on in the uh, state of New York. I think that will eventually uh, be resolved in in the in favor of uh, of Trump. What uh, worries me is that it will embolden others to try, like in Georgia, to try to do the same thing, to try to pursue them in that particular case, uh, which is about election interference, and then also to uh, it embolden the special prosecutors looking into the Mar-a-Lago document issue. So that's really my only concern with this. Um, as far as you know, what's taking place, you know, you got this. 34 uh, felony and indictment, uh, you know, 34 uh, charges, uh, all felonies, et cetera. Um, and, you know, it's um, it, it will fail on a number of different levels. And it's the question is going to be, do the judges, the, does this trial court judge have, um, you know, the, uh, the desire to actually do what is right, or is he going to do uh, what he is politically expedient for him. So I'm um, not sure uh, which way that'll go, but you know, the fact of the matter is that there's all kinds of problems with the charges that they've brought. Uh, for instance, um, you know, in order, 
falsifying records in the state of New York is a is a misdemeanor, um, and it has a two-year statute of limitations. And this is clearly outside of that. Um, so in order to be able to bring something, in order to bring a felony, they had to say that there's some other crime that has been committed, and that the uh, the falsification of records was intended to uh, to cover up another crime. And um, and unfortunately, in the indictment, um, Bragg makes the mistake of never indicating what that other crime is, which means that he probably went to the uh, grand jury and got this indictment without disclosing what the other crime was um, to, to the grand jury, which means that the grand jury's finding of a true bill in this particular case and, and trying to pursue Trump on that basis is probably illegitimate, first of all, just to start. Secondly, um, everyone believes, uh, and, and we might find out later in a bill of particulars, which is another kind of unusual thing that can occur in a criminal case in the state of New York, that we might then get the information on what allegedly the underlying crime is, which we everyone believes is this um, campaign uh, violation of, you know, giving monies and uh, to, to further his campaign and to not... Um, disclose that on his campaign financing documents, which is a, a claim that has been made against him years, several years ago. Um, and the uh, Federal uh, Election Commission looked into it and refused to pursue anything at all. I mean, didn't even try to find yeah. him on the issue. Um, right. The uh, Mueller uh, investigation knew about it as well. They didn't pursue anything in reference to it either because the Federal Election Commission had said, you know, there's nothing here that they they wish to pursue. So, you know, there's a uh, how can you um, you know how can you say the underlying crime that you're trying to uh, cover up is a crime that was never prosecuted, was brought before the appropriate federal authorities, and never was prosecuted. So, you know, it fails on that basis as well. So there's a number of problems, and potentially the statute of limitation even on a felony has run out. Um, and the, you know, the contention is that he was, you know, he improperly interfered with an election, except that the actions that he took, took place after the election. So how do you make that kind of claim? There's just all kinds of problems, uh, with the indictment up in, uh, in the state of New York. So I don't really think it's going to go anywhere. Ultimately, there may be a trial. He may be, um, you know, uh, convicted of something, et cetera, but ultimately it won't stand um, because it'll get up to an appellate court at some point in time that'll take a look at it and say, not, nothing here. So we'll just have to wait and see how that one plays out. Um, now, the, um, you know, the other two items, just real quick, in the Georgia election, or in the in Georgia case, he was, uh, it was said that he interfered with the election by going to the uh, Secretary of State and to the governor of Georgia and saying, hey, listen, I need you to find uh, votes for me. And uh, knowing that there was fraud taking place in, in uh, Georgia, or at least believing that there was fraud taking, I, I think he's correct, but uh, that there was fraud that took place in Georgia, he was basically saying, hey, listen, I think they've covered up votes. I think they've switched votes. Um, and I think we, you can find evidence of that. And that right. will overturn that particular election. That was what he was asking him to do. Perfectly legitimate. You're a candidate. Yes. You can ask for recounts. You can ask. You can contend that there's fraud that has 
uh, taking place, et cetera. That's not interference with a, uh, an election official. But, you know, anything can happen. And then the investigation into the documents is anyone's guess. Um, I think that one is the uh, kind of the least likely unless they come out and say, well, you know, he tried to interfere with the investigation after the fact by hiding documents or something to that effect. Um, but I, I don't think you're going to win on that one either, because as I understand it, at least the people from the archives, people from the DOJ, when they first made the contention that he had documents, he basically invited him in, had him take a look at stuff. And so um, I don't think that he was hiding anything at that point in time. Ultimately, what they found, I think, were the documents these guys saw the first time. So I, I don't think any of these cases are going to go forward, but they figure if they throw enough mud up against the wall that something will stick at some point in time. Um, I, I frankly don't think it will. In fact, I am so uh, unworried about the claims up in the state of New York that I contended today, I, I posted something on Facebook that said that Alvin Bragg's prosecutor's office, um, you know, by their actions, that Donald Trump's uh, campaign ought to uh, put down Alan, uh, Alvin Bragg's uh, prosecution of him as an in-kind contribution to Trump's campaign because yeah. Trump's benefiting from the fact that um, that that he has uh, been prosecuted on this specious claim to the point where he's raising, like, I think within 48 hours of uh, him being indicted, he raised $7 million to his uh, campaign. So, you know, um, what Bragg did is actually benefiting the campaign which is an in-kind contribution to Donald Trump's presidential campaign. So maybe Donald Trump should show that so he doesn't get accused of having, uh, you know, not put that on his uh, disclosure reports. Um, yeah, right. So, I, I even heard on the radio, they said the Trump uh, website, you can buy a T-shirt of Trump's mugshot on the front. So they're, they're exploiting it and they're doing typical Trump. They're going right after him. And I think this is one of the examples of what I've said all the time about how the Democrats lay the landmines that they eventually step on down the road that blows up on them and we catch the shrapnel. So there's no telling what can come out of this. But the people in America need to not be bothered with this. You don't need to keep your focus on it. Don't be distracted by this. Let's get on with the real issues of the nation right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's it's going to work its normal course. I mean, there are going to be motions to dismiss and discovery done, et cetera. But let, you know, let that court case uh, work its way through the courts uh, the way that it's supposed to. And, you know, let's not forget what's taken place. I mean, there are things out there that are uh, that are actually occurring that uh, have a larger impact on us. You know, the the fact that we have an open border down on the southern border, the fact that you know, we're involved in the Ukraine war. The fact that uh, China is like, uh, you know, trying to take advantage of every situation and make um, the the Chinese currency, the the petro currency, going forward, and and no longer have uh, the dollar be the currency that's used. Um, and just you know, in general, um, Joe Biden has screwed up the uh, foreign policy of the United States, and we need to get it straightened out. Uh, because we're we're losing power and credibility in the world, and it's all because of Joe Biden. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump. If Donald Trump were in office, we wouldn't be having a lot of the issues that we're currently having. And um, so we should not focus on the Trump stuff. It'll occur in its own pace. 
we should focus in on you know getting republicans elected to office including president of the united states but also be uh, aware of what's taking place in the world and hopefully they're constitutional conservative republicans but uh, we do have to get them into office at least so we can gain control and work from there and like i said on the last podcast i know a lot of people don't like donald trump they don't like his tweets they don't like the things he says and i agree with those things and and you said he just needs to stick to the positives just like ronald reagan did on what he's going to do and how we're going to get things back on track and there's a lot of good candidates out there uh, ron DeSantis would be good but i think all this about is about stopping donald trump because they know if he gets put back in office he's not going to be semi-fooled like he was the last time and who he places in cabinet positions and key leadership positions He's going to come in and he's going to set the course straight. And for that reason, that's why I think Donald Trump is the best candidate to get things on the right track. And then hopefully after him, you get DeSantis and some other good ones may come along. But that's why I'm really for Donald Trump. And that's why they're so against Donald Trump, because they know what he'll do. And it's not just Democrats. I believe it's people like Mitch McConnell and some other blue rhinos out there that don't want him in office because they know he'll be in charge. He'll take charge. And don't believe everything you hear and see. Um, you've got to do your own research. Uh, politicians, I, you know, all of them lie through history, not just America through history. And all of them have their faults. But we've got to find the ones that will do the right things for we, the people in this country. Uh, Cliff, I think it goes back even to the Clintons were the most brazen liars openly in public. And I think they're the ones that really started. You tell a lie and you tell it often enough. People begin to believe it. And then you tell a lie on another line, another line. They can't keep track of the lies. And then we get down the road and the Obamas just keep working on that. And that's the problem we have in America right now is the fraud, the deception, the lies. And you know, I, I look at things like we mentioned in 2020 after the election, and I said, you know, Trump really needed to step up right then. Pence needed to step up and they needed to do things. And I even called for the Insurrection Act to step in because there was a lot of fraud. There was a lot of crimes being committed. George Soros dumping money into the elections to sway this country and turn this country, not only at the presidential level, but down the ballot. And, uh, I said that, you know, we need to have George Soros uh, brought up on charges of treason, freeze his assets and, and go after him and all these other people and let the dominoes fall and say, hey, you might get away with this short term, but in the long term, we're going to track you down. And as we are in the Holy Week, I think that has a lot to do with the character integrity has to do with the faith and what you believe. And we're at Easter right now. And I mentioned at Christmas is why do you celebrate Christmas? It's Christmas. It's about Jesus Christ. Why are you celebrating Easter if you're celebrating Easter? Because Easter is about Jesus Christ again, his death, burial, and resurrection. And I think faith is important. And we talked about this being a Judeo-Christian nation, that our nation was built on the precepts and principles in the Bible so we could be a moral, just, and free society. They never said you had to believe in God. They never said you had to be a Christian. I wish you would be. I'm sure they did too. But you have the freedom of choice. But we have to live by a standard. We have to live by truth and common sense. And that's why I think faith matters. 
because faith is the foundation of your beliefs. It establishes your values and it's manifested in your character and actions. I go back to President Obama and I go back to his faith. Why would the President of the United States go to Saudi Arabia and kneel down and kiss the ring of Saudi royalty? Think about that. Think about that. I think faith has a lot to do with that. And segueing from that, I don't think Biden is in charge. I think he's the puppet and he's being told what to do, whether it's the Clintons, the Obamas, Soros, and who knows who else. They're being guided by a faith. And folks, it is not the faith I'm talking about. These are people that would genuinely like to see the United States fall. But they don't realize when they're doing that, they're creating their own downfall. They're laying the landmine that will blow up on themselves. So that's why, and I know some people may get turned off about this. I talk about God. I talk about religion on the American Constitutionalist. Is it going to be perfect? No. But we believe we have to downsize the federal government, bring it back to the states, local legislators, and you, the American citizen. Will it be perfect? Will it be right? No. And I'm not saying just bring it back to the Republican Party. The only reason I'm with the Republican Party, because it's our best chance to do that, our best chance to be conservative. There's problems in our party, too. But we need Democrats and Republicans and libertarians and independents to, yes, work together. But it needs to be a Judeo-Christian nation that has principles, priorities, and built on something. So I ask you, if you don't believe the way I believe in what I'm telling you, what do you believe? What God are we following? I want to give you this email address. I haven't given to you in a long time, but I want you to email me at im4tac at gmail.com. You say, why Gmail? Because folks, we spend money to bring this podcast to you. It's free. We don't charge you anything. We have expenses and Gmail is free. I want to hear from you. So go to im4tac at gmail.com. Let me know what you believe. Let me know what you think about this podcast. Let me know what you think about America. That's the letter I, the letter M, the number four, the letter T, the letter A, the letter C at gmail.com. What do we believe? What are we run by? Think about it. Our God-given and alienable rights are built on the God we're talking to you about. That's who we're talking about. And if we don't have that, we don't have anything. And folks, right now, and if you're a Democrat, don't be offended by this statement because I'm not just picking out you, and I'm not even saying this is you, but I'm saying the Democrat Party right now is being led by some narcissistic, euphoric, communist even, socialistic, Marxist individuals who have prostituted the Democrat Party for votes so they can stay in control with money, power, and control. And you are being deceived too. So that's why we ask for your help. That's why we ask for you to be a part of the American Constitutionalist. If we don't stand for something, then we don't stand for anything. God has given us standards. He's not left our conduct up to us and our opinions. But the secular moral relativism 
in the Communist Party that has permeated our nation, this atheistic belief that there is no God, that man can do what they want to, when they want to, where they want to, is what's leading to our downfall. Because they don't believe in anything, and they make it up as they go. There's no standard. Anyone who is not submitted to God will end up doing whatever seems right to them at the time. And when you leave God out of your life, when you leave God out of your nation, you'll be shocked at what you're capable of doing. We don't want to repeat the same mistakes we've seen down through time, through history. I want to read something for you right now. I was reading in the Bible this last week. I know that should surprise you, but it's a commentary. And I look at the history of Israel and the problems they had, and they were God's chosen people. And when they did things wrong, what happened to Israel? What happened to them eventually? When they served him, things were great. When they turned from him, things went bad. And what happened? What happened to Israel? And we look at the times during the judges when they left God. Sexual perversion, murder, and lawlessness were the byproducts of Israel's disobedience to God. Whenever we abandon God and his words, all sorts of evil will likely follow. Our drifting away from God may be slow and almost imperceivable with the ultimate results affecting future generations. Or it can occur dramatically when we fail to speak up for abuse and disenfranchised people. We must continually call people to God and to work toward the establishment of God's reign in the hearts of every person and this nation. Folks, Israel was God's chosen people and they fell. God blessed America. And unless we stick to the precepts and principles established by our founders and framers of our Constitution, we will fail too. We need to ask God to work in the hearts of men and women to use extraordinary means in revealing himself to truth, justice, and righteousness. We need 21st century patriotic American Minutemen to step up swim upstream, go against the flow, and fight to turn this nation back around. It won't be perfect, but we can hopefully preserve the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness for America and its citizens. And I'm not talking about Minutemen using weapons, but using the weapons of the standards, precepts, principles, morals, common sense, truth, and convictions we receive from God's word. Even in times of chaos, crisis, discouragement, antagonism, and despair, there are those who follow God and through whom God works. God can work through me. God can work through Cliff. God can work through you if we get on our knees and pray for truth, common sense, justice, and righteousness. God shows no favoritism. In every nation, he accepts those who fear him and do what is right. And that's what we're asking you to do and join us here at the American Constitutionalist. When we talk about going to the original intent and meaning of the United States Constitution, Cliff, we've mentioned over and over and over about needing a balanced budget. Yes, taking care of our environment, but doing things that have common sense and truth and doing it wisely, downsizing our government, 
having term limits. So when they go to Washington, they know they're going to have to leave one day and they're going to come back and have to live with the rules they put on us. We believe in repealing the 17th Amendment so that states can appoint senators and then the senators will have to do the will of the states. And I think that's one big thing that can really dilute the power in Washington, dilute this craziness going on. But it's going to be a fight. It's an uphill battle. But we have to find those 21st century patriotic American Minutemen that will stand and stay the course on doing what is right. For people who are in our FBI, our DOJ, in our IRS that know the truth, that know common sense, that have the courage to stand and do what is right. We talked last week about the Second Amendment. Right now is the time that conservatives need to step up in the assault on one of your God-given inalienable rights and force President Biden, force the vice president, force those in Democratic uh, leadership in Congress to give us the definition and name the weapons. We need to preserve those rights to protect you and your home and your liberty and this nation. Our forefathers and founders of this country knew that was necessary. They were in a battle where they literally had to fight with pitchforks and hoes and, and the weapons they had to gain the freedom we have today. And they wanted you to have that Second Amendment so it can be preserved in perpetuity for the United States of America and its freedom. Cliff, I know I harp on these things and I go on my rant, but we really have to focus on what needs to be done to turn this nation around. It needs to be a nation that is a Judeo-Christian nation that stands on those principles and precepts, or we will stand for nothing. And one day, I believe, we'll be lost. As we close out this podcast, I want to share something I read online. And as we celebrate Easter, I think this is so appropriate. The greatest man in history had no servants, yet they called him master. He had no degree, yet they called him teacher. He had no medicines, yet they called him healer. He had no army, yet kings feared him. He won no military battles, yet he conquered the world. He committed no crime, yet they crucified him. He was buried in a tomb, yet he lives today. His name is Jesus. What do you believe? What do you stand for? We need your help. We need your help by sharing this podcast with as many conservative, constitutional, God-fearing Americans that you can. Spread the word. Subscribe to this weekly podcast. And all that means is you'll be notified each week when the next podcast is available to be listened to. I want to hear from you at imfortac at gmail.com. I want to know where you stand. I want to know what you believe. I want to know what you think this nation needs to do to turn around. We need you to stand with us at the American Constitutionalist, spreading the word of truth as we strive to continue to be one nation under God, indivisible with liberty, justice, and freedom for all. For Cliff DeCamp, this is Jeff Tokar, telling you Happy Easter and reminding you that we at the American Constitutionalist still support and believe in God, America, and freedom.